This is the Negro League Podcast with Preach Jones. Once again, I go by the name of Preach Jacobs. We are sponsored by Mo Better Soul Clothing. Go to MoBetterSoul.com. Enter the code NEGRO to save 10% on your next order. We just had Afro-American Friday, so please buy some shit. We got some uh, new Prince hoodies on there that are jamming. And we're also sponsored by Tussie. Tussie, Tussie, ooh. The deodorant that your grandmama used to have when you used to visit her back in the day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, was so hard. I, was I was trying to hold it. Y'all had to hold that name. <laughs> all right, so uh, that was a perfect drop. Like, what you mean? <laughs> no, I mean, I want to make sure that you get all your your sponsorship oh. monies in first. We ain't gonna laugh. Sponsorship, sponsorship money, man. Look, you sponsor yourself. I got twelve dollars. <laughs> you gotta say shit to make it seem like you you're doing more than what you're doing. Um, of course, of course. So, if you guys, you hear all these voices in here. I know it's been a while since we did a pod. Um, hope you guys had a really, really great Thanksgiving and all that good stuff. Um, I was gonna be all professional and do this like long drawn out introduction, but if you guys have listened to this podcast before, or both of you, hey mom, um, you guys know <laughs> that nothing professional happens. So um, I want these people in the room to introduce themselves and say where they're coming from. Hey, um, I'll, I'll start off. Yeah, start off. Yeah. My name is Anwar, aka DJ and What. Um, coming from uh, the Hilltop Glove Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pleasure today to be here on uh, this podcast with Preach, a uh, longtime friend, a uh, very well-known gentleman here. And I do have two other folks with me. Okay, we'll throw it over to my lady. Yes. My name is <laughs> <Tamaya>. <laughs> <laughs> throw it to, throw it to my lady. To the right. To the left. Hey, y'all. It's Tamaya Allen, um, also a member of the Hilltop Glove Podcast. I'm excited to be here. Of course, I've been listening to Preach's podcast for forever, and oh I'm gosh. just excited. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yep. What up? I'm Mike. I'm also on the Hilltop Glove. And then uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Kevin is the our, our fourth component, but he he wasn't able to make it today. Yep. But yeah, it's the four of us, and uh, preachers come on ours. And so now we're gonna switch up and uh. show some love on his. Thank you all for coming. All right. So it looks like the mics ain't picking up, but they are. We'll yep. be fine. Yeah, yep. it'll be, be fine. Check. So I don't want y'all to get worried. Cause like my loud ass, you see me peeking on this one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like when I be listening to yours, you sound like you're literally like in there, in there, in the right yeah. in front of you. Talking yeah, and you're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm speaking to you and only you. My name is Morgan Freeman, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the people here. Let <laughs> me <We> stop. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, tell us about um, how the podcast got started. Why did y'all want to start it? And uh, how long has it been going on? That's a good question. Man, this is this is kind of our COVID project. Yeah. Kev called me up one Still day calling. and was like, yo, you know how you've been saying you want to do things? And I don't know. I think I think we all been trying to change minds since forever. Like, mm. like that's that's why I got into kind of creative media kind of stuff was like, I'm trying to fucking do change the mind. mind control properly. Without swords. Yeah. Going, going <laughs> in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, the right way. <laughs> yeah, we're going to push yeah, you yeah, in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, keeping it, keep it peaceful. Keeping it peaceful. <laughs> 
And then, of course, I met Kevin through the Save More podcast. So we've always been, like, tight doing creating content. Then he asked me to join mid-season. I was like, yeah, of course. I'm I'm in there. You've been a great fit, too. Thanks. Yeah, we had to. We We needed that energy. Yes. It can't just be us, like, like, growing out like it's high school. (laughs) 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 We didn't want that. We didn't want that. So it was was, uh, vital that we had – female energy on the show so that makes our darn day so you you help round out the power rangers so we look stronger the power rangers yep. <laughs> how many how many, yep. how many episodes deep are you guys right now Ooh, what 24 really what maybe a quarter way through season yeah, two, quarter mm-hmm. way through season yeah. two. Yeah. um we and this is interesting because so we we start off season one was a it literally was like running a, a, a dry simulation. We just wanted to see if we could, if it made sense, mm-hmm. if we could find topics that would would catch the eyes of the uh, or the ears of the audience, and then also if we could just continue to have enough guests so that we continue to move the show, which was the biggest thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how are we gonna keep getting people to right. come on to a show that is not built, um, that doesn't have any uh, foundation at the moment, and actually have people take it seriously? Yeah. <laughs> So once we actually started uh, getting folks to sign on in advance, we started saying, okay, this is something that we can keep. Yeah, we can schedule them out a yeah, whole season in advance now. Yeah, if we get and then try to work people in when we get, you know, good connects. Uh, y'all so dope. Y'all talk about seasons and shit. And I basically be like, <laughs> it's like season. And you're, and you're in preachers. So I'm looking at his, like, episode 96. Yeah. I'm no, like, no, dang. Like, season what? Nah, ain't no season. No season. <laughs> just, yeah. Part of that was, like, Kevin trying to, like, put structure behind it. Because yep. he's so structured. Right. That's a smart he's move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's done it. He's done podcasts for other people. And, you know, like. The idea, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. when we were setting up about about everybody having having questions ahead of time, we give the the guests the questions so they yeah. can be prepared for mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, and, and don't think that I'm making fun of y'all for being overprepared. I'm no, just kind of, no, I'm <laughs> just jealous in a way. You know what I'm saying? You like, want some help? You want yeah. some help, Preach? We got you. We got you. Guys, this is my management team. <laughs> Hilltop Glove offering <laughs> podcast productions and marketing services uh, on your local. Facebook page. Streaming platforms. <laughs> <laughs> streaming platforms. Streaming platforms. <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, what do they call it? New, um, what's the stuff called? New media engagement for the 21st century. The metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, how, okay. So, we were joking earlier about, like, Facebook. As soon as, like, our grandparents want to start getting on it, it's not really cool anymore. True. Um, oh, yeah, of course. So, if we look at the, the progression of, like, all the social media stuff, right? Like, personally, I think... As a, as a musician, MySpace was probably um, the one that was most useful to artists. I think what ended up happening with Tom is that Tom basically got his money and got the fuck out of there. Yep. But what? But when these companies oh, bought it, I think like AOL bought it. When they purchased it, they they took away why it was dope. You know, because as a musician, you get to play your music on there. You got yeah. your top friends on there. Mm-hmm. But AOL was like, oh, we're going to flood it with ads. And as soon mm-hmm. as you do that, it's monetize. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It becomes like it becomes like your grandparents are on Facebook. Is that yeah. it was cool because it wasn't like everything else. So yeah. you go from that to like Facebook to like Instagram and like Facebook basically was like, well, we're just going to fucking buy our competition. Yeah. So they own Instagram. But now that we're hearing about the metaverse and all this type of stuff, what do you guys think um, is going to be like the future of social media? And how do you create content for that? Right. Because one of the worst things about putting out music or doing podcasts is there's a part of me as an artist that feels like I got to create. Mm-hmm. And then there's the part that you're ultra obsessive about 
I got to promote. I got to market. Who mm-hmm. the fuck is listening to this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's paying attention yeah. to this? And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So where do y'all think that's going? I mean, the greats had nobody giving a shit about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like yeah. from all all aspects of art, like, you know, uh, you just uh, do Van Gogh didn't sell. Yeah, he only it. sold one painting his whole life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, mm-hmm. yeah. But... But but with this, it's going to be interesting because another thing people don't get about the metaverse, and um, I hope people understand this, there won't be one metaverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be multiple yeah. metaverses. So it's going to be almost like... <coughs> We're heading to more segmentation, yes. more polarization, yes. mm-hmm. more So you're going to get chambers. yourself more into a corner where you're comfortable. You'll just exist in this one metaverse where you like mm-hmm. what is out there, the content mm-hmm. that is given, et cetera. Yeah. So the, the one thing they think is going to differentiate it from the what we've been seeing with social media thus far is that you're you're literally going to have um, you're going to put people in real boxes mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. You're going to take yourself, put yourself in a real box. And as anybody who's out here creating, you know, you do have your your niches and you have your your tribes that you like to be around. But you do like people outside your tribe to hear your shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So mm-hmm. um, one thing I think you're going to start seeing is there's going to be like a a crossover between metaverses mm-hmm. where you'll have something where you can you'll have uh, say whatever content you're creating <clears throat> almost like a link tree mm-hmm. yeah and you'll put your content in and it will drop it in the many many metaverses that exist so that you can get some kind of coverage um, I, I don't know exactly how it will how it will change what people do but I think it's almost going to be as if there's no separation yeah mm-hmm. you, well you're going to have to start taking ownership of it because there's going to be people that are comfortable in their little, you know, people are comfortable in their little village. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the travelers that are going to be going back and forth between the villages and yep. bringing the trinkets and yeah. the things, mm-hmm. you know. Like it's that. so many out mm-hmm. there. Like, I am I just asked Preach about Patreon, and then I just found out about Twitch. Like, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's a whole but, new world yeah, I didn't even know people about. people love Twitch. Yeah. yeah. They're like, all about it. And not even people that are gamers. Like, right. people yeah. are just doing streaming on right. Twitch. Because it's like, the platform Twitch, works. Twitch kind of saved DJs during... The pandemic, because oh, here's wow. some, mm-hmm. here's what happened, and and I think I think this is kind of an interesting distinction is that Twitch, as they say, is for gamers, but what it's mostly designed for is like long form shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's yeah. designed for something to be there for a long period of time. So what ended up happening for DJs, because I went through it specifically, was that I was trying to do um, when when COVID hit, you know. I'm like, I got to figure out how to generate some income and also be creative because I'm stuck in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Eating frozen pizzas and shit. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, not count carb, uh, carb counting and, and wearing sweatpants, which I'm doing now. But <laughs> but, but anytime I would try to do like a, a IG live thing or something like that, it would always get booted off. And, yeah. people, are, and people are mean because they're like, this nigga ain't paying his internet bill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, All in know, the comments yeah, talking yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, like eight yeah, people trying yeah. to stream on the same block at yeah. the same mm-hmm. time the yeah. internet which wasn't there the infrastructure wasn't there well yeah. what was happening was you know instagram facebook live all those places and we noticed this when the versus stuff happened is that hey you got millionaires going back and forth so you can't complain about the internet bill it's basically these infrastructures weren't prepared mm-hmm. for the amount of people that was going to be Tuning coming in, in. Yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying so yep. like mm-hmm. yep. so so ig live what they would do is, it wasn't that my internet was bad. It was that as soon as you hear like a song that's copywritten, it would just knock you off. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and so everybody was like, man, D-Nice has great internet connection. Like, no, D-Nice had 
an agreement with right. Instagram. Right. And, right. And he already had his playlist checked so, out. So my theory is, my theory was this, because every time all that stuff would happen on Facebook and Instagram, I said, this is coming soon, is that Instagram is going to have something where it's going to be an option. It's called Instagram Music or something like that. Which They got oh, that, don't wow. they? Well, check it out. Here's what I'm about to say. Remember, you used to be able to put a song into your stories? Yeah. It's yeah. gone now. They took it off. What? So, yeah. Wait, so, no, 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 no. Yeah. See, I'm if old. You, if you go, like if you go to a story yeah. and try to and try to put music into the, your story, it won't let you do that now. What I think they were doing was just testing out certain bugs to get out of it because I think that's what's coming next. Yeah. I think okay. there's going to be a tier of Instagram that's going to you know try to get people to pay money pay, for it. Yes, I say pay subscription. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now in Twitch, as a, as a as a as a as a uh, content creator, not as a viewer. It could probably be both because yeah. because be both. because both. there's tons of people like now that 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 we got used to being able to put music with mm -hmm. our stories. Mm -hmm. Now that you take it away from me, right. and they yeah. say, "Hey, just pay a dollar a month." You know, like, well, shit, I want to be able to put music with my shit, so oh, yeah. it'll be for everybody. Twitch operated in a sphere where they basically like, "Look, we ain't gonna mess with you. Just play your music." Yeah, now, shit. now I don't know. If that's going to change anytime soon, because now, you know, the cops start snitching about it. And, you know what change. I'm saying? So so Good at Lord. some point in time, you know, somebody's going to have to figure something out where you got to be able to have people enjoy the music. And, and it's like it it got to the point where there was a lot of bullying that was happening with the specifically with music where you would see somebody who used to download something for Napster and then they try to like send like some million dollar lawsuit from a to a 17 year old kid. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like it was, yeah, it was they, all posturing. the law and the law run yeah. thing. Yep. On, yeah. Yeah. Pepsi ad on the Super Bowl. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was all posturing. And it's just like, yo, there has to be something that has to shift and change, especially when these industries, you know, were making so much money and right. and, and, and not taking care of the, the customer base. And what you're realizing now is, you know, when I make music, I don't even think about selling the music digitally. I in my brain, I'm like, all right, if it's on iTunes, that shit's free. What I'm gonna make my money in is merch. Mm, so okay. if I'm gonna have dope t-shirts, yeah, yeah. dope t you know, vinyl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. so 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 there's ways of getting people engaged, but a lot of these people are really really bullying. And I think that the pandemic showed a that there was such an importance to have DJs and creative contenters because it's like yes. now it's like well, you stuck at home. Mm -hmm. and, and the other thing that COVID did. It was this equalizer. So even if you sold a million records or ten records, right. everybody performing at their house. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's so many cats who was recording like albums that. in their like stairwell it. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you also had like the big dogs in the industry were trying to like, oh well, I got this recording studio in the basement that I paid a million dollars for. Let me figure out what to actually do with yeah. it. Now. Exactly. After not having uh, the ability to go out. So mm -hmm. best case scenario, if y'all could have, you know, <laughs> What <laughs> divine ruling power of the world? Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> like a Rick and Morty episode. Um, what What would be the best case scenario for the pod? Like, like what What do y'all want to get out of it? I know, I know, it started as a, a pandemic project, but where do you see it going? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I mean, I think everybody. I ain't got even write it down. <laughs> I think everybody's got their own different things. Yeah, for yeah. It because I know, I know I've discussed this with with Kevin. And and I discussed with you all with you all as well, but it is an excellent networking tool, mm -hmm. right? And, oh yeah, And absolutely. my big thing about it is, I, especially within South Carolina, one thing we always see is just the ability to connect between groups, so that you know you can bring tribes together. Mm -hmm. I think the cool thing about the podcast and what I wanted to do, I wanted to create, I want to be a almost like a um, what's the word, a petri dish 
for for networking. Like literally, like <laughs> all the germs get together, be all nasty and dirty as hell, and make new bugs. Okay, and then send the bugs okay. out to everybody else. And infect oh, oh, it's oh, like you, you want you, co- <laughs> you really want COVID nineteen? We were studying what they were doing in the lab in Wuhan, and we decided we were gonna do that with ideas yeah, and it's questions a, it's because what's more dangerous than it's ideas a, and that's questions? They get in your brain. You want a COVID strand to be named after you? That's exactly what he wants. That's exactly what you just described, right? Oh yeah, we're not insidiously like trying to undermine society's ruling class at all. Because what they'll do, like I was telling Kevin, I was like, "Yo, I was like, man, you can get in a room, quote unquote, in a room with anybody right now." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Yo, like you don't have to. You can you can make up whatever time you need. You can't you can't say, oh, I can't make it. I can't get on the jet plane. Can't see in person." Najee, yeah, you could get on that on that darn mic on the internet. Get your little laptop, whatever your phone, whatever it is, right? And we can talk to you. We can actually have real conversation and dialogue. And it's not, and a lot of it is not. Um, this is what I told Kevin too. It's not time sensitive, meaning you can take your time. You can catch somebody on the time that's best for them and talk with them for three hours. Right. Mm-hmm. We've had some of these podcasts. We've talked with people for two hours, mm-hmm. hour and a half, oh, like yeah. people we never get in a room with to talk about right. a certain mm-hmm. thing. And it breaks open certain dynamics once you get past that first forty-five minutes. And this is why I always like Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He has long-form content <clears throat> with conversation. And um, lots of people like to avoid good conversation, especially conversation that makes them uneasy. Mm-hmm. But when you can sit down with them for a period of time, people will relax. And as mm-hmm. they relax, that opens up information. <laughs> the weed helps, right? Right, yes. right. But, and now but, you see why Omar is the one talking <laughs> most of the podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I was talking about Joe Rogan with the weed. But, yeah. Yeah. but, mm-hmm. but, you, but you know, I, I think... <laughs> It's similar to what we're talking about now, what we're talking about this. the There's two things that end up happening, right? You have, like, um, somebody that kind of goes outside of the, the norm, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it becomes successful, then everybody's going to try to rush to it. And so, like, when we're talking about Joe Rogan starting with podcasts, I think what he showed was he showed the deficiency of the the natural way that a celebrity would promote a project, right? Media. So, mm-hmm. so like, yeah. let's, say, let's say I got a movie coming out, I'm on a Tonight Show. It's like, all right, what we're gonna do is you're gonna, you know, we're gonna have like a, a I don't know what I turned to Jalen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, Mike. We talk two minutes, you know, and then we talk about cars, and then you know, but but the structure it was just so unnatural, right? Because you have like a, a two minute interview, somebody laugh, ha ha ha. All right, commercial break, and then come to them, and and the audience doesn't feel anything. Um, no, no type of connection because everything is contrived mm-hmm. because you're trying to, you know, knock this out within box. four minutes or whatever. Yes. You know, nobody communicates well like that. You know what I'm saying? Imagine yeah. imagine trying to go out with a girl and be like, all right, baby, I'm going to convince you <laughs> to go out with me, but I only got four minutes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Speed dating. Speed dating. Yo, speed, yeah. street, speed dating yo. on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even energetically yeah. feel people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the industry kind of became that, and so what, what Rogan basically did, it was just like, "Yo, take your time," and I think there's brilliance in that. You know what I mean? Yes. But, but as a result, you know, there's going to be this uh, overcorrection that's happening now. You know people, what I mean? People see the actions that somebody's doing, and they mm-hmm. replicate the actions, but they're not, they're not mentally or energetically on that same level, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like it's not, that's not, they're not doing the same thing. They're doing the same actions. Which is, I mean, you know, we see that all the time. What's that baking show? Uh, oh, man, my wife loves it. Um, um, nailed it. 
Nailed it. Oh, people are nailing it with everything. It's a baking show. Yeah, it's a baking show where they get regular old people to like try to do these epic, epic cakes. So of course they come out shitty. Like they're falling down and falling apart. It's like nailed it. You know, you know. But that's what people are doing. They're like, they're like seeing. They got the recipe in front of them. They do it, but it just comes out all. What the fuck you doing? Right. But you got to stick with it. You got to, you got to do the things. Yeah, keep pushing it. Yeah. All right. But you know, I also, I also, um, I'll give this analogy for it. Okay. It's, 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 it's the the Stephen Curry led Warriors when they first won their championship. Mm-hmm. Nobody was shooting fucking three pointers like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Out of here. Yeah, there was yeah. nobody coming three steps past the motherfucking logo. After he did it, everybody. I'm talking. You got centers coming three steps. No, you can't play like them, brother. You don't got the same skills. But that's what's been happening. Everybody's gonna shoot from the logo. Everybody's shooting from the logo. They're like, Yo, who are you? I'm Joe Rogan. You gotta come have a conversation for a long period. The time, nah, everybody can't do that. But yeah. I think if you stay focused on what you're actually trying to do, what the mm-hmm. actual end goal is, what you're trying to do for society, for the culture, for for humanity or whatever, mm-hmm. then the, the actual <laughs> actions that you take in you so, you so goddamn philosophical. Yes, right? he's like, like, that's, that's why I love Mike. I love it. It's it's that's that's you really can't turn it off. When we do these conversations, yeah. I'm trying to talk to people with their mask off. Mm-hmm. Yes. People have been yes. trained to yes. wear all these different masks of all these different groups that they are yeah. communicating within. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be all of themselves in the same room with another person because that shit's intimate as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's hilarious. It's like I think if I go to anybody else who's doing a podcast, I'm like, what do you want to do this for? It's like, I don't know. I'm trying to fuck bitches. No, we're trying to have mine. And then Mike's over here like (laughs) (laughs) definition. (laughs) This is what we're trying to do. Like, like, no, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Everybody doing something different. Yeah. Everybody got their own angle. But on. I like yeah. the way you 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 handle it. You know, you open up our minds. You I'm know. <laughs> so they don't want to open them. I mean, I got a limited amount of time that I'm here. That's it. Yep, that's that's it. how it is. Got, so so you got to do what you got to do while you're here. The monkey's got things to do, <laughs> and that's it. The monkey has things yeah. to do. Oh, that's 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 a that's a yogic thing. No, I know uh, what you mean. I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I got it. Don't take that wrong. That's a yogic thing. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, you gotta, you gotta put that on video. That should have been on video right there, yo. That is hilarious. Good lord. No, no harm, no foul. No in, in, in yoga, the 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 being that you riding in yes. this 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 thing that's got meat and tissue and things is the monkey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh Lord, I was turning to the oh. show right there, but we good, y'all. We good. That's one of my favorite albums, by the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're so cool that you're aware of that, man. Like it's like it's it's funny, man, because it's like you people know. aren't though. Yeah. You know what? The other day at mm-hmm. the at the event. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. You, yeah. You were you were you were like, hey, we got this stuff. What are we supposed to do with it? And I was like, actually, it's got to go in my car. Mm-hmm. I ain't, oh here, can you bring my car around? I hand you the keys and you walk out the door. And then I walked and I was putting stuff in the truck and I stopped oh, for a second. No. I was like, wait a second. Did I just tell hey, hey boy, I bring my car around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just telling volunteers what to do. Did he stop for a second and look at you? Nah, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just trying to help. He's like, let me help him real quick, you know. Man, I think I should have farted in the car seat. <laughs> Take some of this, this monkey pose. <laughs> Turn the heat up and close the doors and everything. Let us, let us, let us Lock the key in the car. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 funny though because it's like I feel like um, when it comes to like doing art 
you you operate better when people understand where you're coming from, right? Yeah. Where where nobody thought about that when you said it because like you have like this uh this equity with the people that you're dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. And you want that equity with the audience that even if you say something that's weird or off putting or even if they don't agree with it, right. they want to give you an opportunity right. to to you know state your case, yeah. right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so creatively right now, what are y'all listening to? Who's that inspiration? So who's the person or that thing that the last thing that, that happened that made you guys say this is a topic we have to talk about because it's something that inspired me to think differently or want to have a conversation about it? Mm. Man, I be listening to some weird stuff. I be reading some weird things. I don't think y'all want to know what I was. I'm going to tell y'all this real quick. Oh, 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 shit. I'm going to mess y'all, <laughs> y'all Listen, this, up. This, this the trust tree. I'm going to mess go. y'all mornings up. So this is, a, this, is a, this is a professor. He recently released this document. I was just talking to my fiance about this, man. It's called... Um, he released a book about maps. Do y'all know what maps are? I mean, you're talking about where you put landform land geography. Right. I, 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 I feel the fact that you asked. <laughs> I don't know what it job. is. <laughs> all right, so this gentleman, all right, he, uh, <laughs> this gentleman, uh, he created this terminology behind people who are minor attracted persons. Maps. It's a new terminology for pedophiles. Oh, now, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. So now the reason why I bring that up is because I'm up here listening to my, you know, doing my normal podcast homework. Listening, I listen to various different podcasts, try to pick, see what's going on, catch the vibe of the world, right? And then there's this one, it's a father and son podcast that I listen to. Shouts out to them, Urban X. Shouts out. But the thing is, they were talking about this this topic, and I'm just like, let me go see what this is. This guy has a has real. Uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, peer-reviewed literature, and and a book now on maps. And so I said, well, this is something that's interesting because what it's trying to do is take the idea of what we normally tie that to and mm-hmm. put it towards a uh, uh, how do you say it? ideology of a person who's not actually acting on it, but who has a thought process mm-hmm. in that manner. Wow. Yeah. That's what I was. That's wow. what I had been. Why? All right. So next time I have a question, That's you might mind-blowing. you might not go first. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So if you're trying to see if you're trying to see God in everybody's eye, yep. right? Yep. You're trying to understand human and human experiences. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then at some point, you gotta address these things that are very distasteful uh, uh, to yes. you, right? Yes. You gotta address these mm-hmm. people that and and um, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, like I'm a, I'm a, I got a toddler. Mm-hmm. I'm a new dad. That shit is a brick wall for me. He'll mm-hmm. kill a motherfucker. Like, oh, huh. mm-hmm. like all of, all of those morality tales about like, well, you see this, you see yep. this cart that's going down. It's gonna hit a whole bunch of people, or it's gonna hit a kid, and you pull this lever. First question: is, Where the fuck my kid at? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Cause I, I, yep. I murder all y'all, motherfuckers. y'all all go. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, it's over, yeah. Yo, but <laughs> I was watching this movie the other day. Cause me, Dre, and Sammy, um, we, we're doing this gangster movie nights. So we're gonna pick like a, a random gangster flick, and we're just gonna go around. So this is it was this, this French movie, this French gangster movie. This guy's oh, like an artsy with the oh. gangster movie. Oh, yeah. It's a What's the name of the movie? I forgot the name of it. But anyways, um, <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm going to find it. Um, besides the point. But um, the movie was called bah, 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 Sleepless Night. Um, but it's French gangster. So, 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 so back, it was like this dirty cop that was trying to sell a bunch of kilos. He got caught. So, like, the drug dealer guy kidnapped his kid. And so this guy had to go through all this shit to get his little teenage son back. 
And earlier in the movie, his teenage son was being a fucking dick to him. And so, so the so the dad is trying to save his son, going through all this shit to get his son back. And I stopped looking at Dre. I was like, "Yo, if our fathers had to go through <laughs> all this stuff to save us, I, I was like, would they do it?" And we all was like, "No." no. I was like, "I was like, my dad would have been like, look, look, no. look, look, <laughs> go to my mom. Look, we can make another one." You know. What I'm <laughs> You know, but but you know, go. but when kids are young, like you see that beauty or whatever, yeah. like you know, because yeah. there's there's a bunch of exercise and stuff that's had. Like, he had to jump over shit. It's like if my dad had to do any of that <laughs> stuff, <laughs> my dad he would have got a tattoo of my name on him. R.I.P. It would have been, <laughs> been a picture with me in clouds. You know what I'm saying? Not the clouds. No. Not the clouds. But yeah, but yeah, you know. I, I understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just uh. What, what's what's been inspiring you as as the as the woman on the podcast? Has there been any moments where there's a blind spot because it's a sausage fest? Mm-hmm. Tell us about ourselves. Um, Tell us. I would say <laughs> no. They us. really do cover all topics, you know, because you know Kevin, he's more of like, all right, let's get back on topic. Anwar, mm-hmm. you know, you just help with the conversation, and then Mike, like you said, is philosophical. So. It's like, like, (laughs) so it's like we all kind of merge together. So I like the fact that I can chime in and be like, um, no, this is my point of view. Mm -hmm. I kind of don't think like a lot of women know because I've been raised by guys. So, ah, okay. It's I kind of fit in. I'm one of the guys. That's how I consider myself. I'm one of the guys. I'm just a female, but. I'm one of the guys. I, I am. I like Jordans too. I do. Like, I really am. Like I really am a tomboy. Like I play sports my whole life. Like I'm not. I model now, but it's just like that. That just. Look at she sprinkling in there. You know, I model now. She's like for the people listening to this podcast. I am fine. So, you know, like, Let's not get it twisted. I don't, I don't want y'all to be thinking. I'm one of the boys. Listening to the podcast, like I wonder what she looked like. Check that Instagram. The people listening to this podcast, I told y'all I'm wearing sweatpants and I got on and I got on Crocs. It's over for me. So, like, so have no. So ladies, there's zero expectations at all. We're gonna we're gonna start it at the bottom. Lower your standards. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, under, pro- <laughs> 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 under promise, over deliver. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, so. So yeah. So if you tell a woman you homeless and then you have a small apartment, she said, "Oh, that's better than being homeless. That's what you do." You know. <laughs> Boy, I thought she was gonna live in a cardboard box. You just got a bitching. Um, <laughs> Wait, explain to the. Okay, yeah, the bitch. I don't. That. I don't know if I ever explained this on the podcast. Well, I probably did, but like you know, I I live in one of these places um, in downtown Columbia where it's like. It's a house that was broken into like little apartments. It's a big ass house, but like they turn them into little apartments for people to live in. And so my little living room slash kitchen area, you can tell that it was a bedroom that's turned into a kitchen. So where my stove and everything is, this is where the closet would have been. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so like, so like when it's I first got here, kitchen. <laughs> so so when I first got here, I was telling my mom, I was like, "Yo, I don't know if I want to be here." It's like the kitchen is small or whatever. She's like, "You don't have a kitchen. It's a bitchin. It's a bedroom with the kitchen in it." You know. <laughs> But she said to me, she was just like, yo, like, how many, like, five-course meals are you going to be cooking anyway? And I was like, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so true. so this, you know, it's, it's it was a humbling experience. It's like, you know, like, you want your own thing. And sometimes you get insecure about being having a small place. This is the smallest place I've ever had. But it also, you know, after the pandemic or during the pandemic, you know, everybody's like, I want to go somewhere else. I'm going to move and this and this and that. And you start saying, well, damn, I'm 
grateful for the stuff that I have. There's so many people that lost right. jobs. Mm-hmm. They had to move right. back with their mom and dad. If I had to move back with my parents, dog, y'all would have seen me on the news, you know, like crip walking in traffic. <laughs> like, I would have been. Situation. Yeah, yeah, stay with your folks for a little bit. Man, dig look. up all of that shit. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> like, my family has, like, weekly Uno games, and and we only do it once a week because so we try to do it. that's why you have all these? Stop. Yo, you got yo. this one and then the one oh, up there, the sh- like Uno. Fairy Uno. Yo. Yo. All right, so, <laughs> like, so, so we're not playing on those, right? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, 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 those yeah. are collector's edition. Right. I got, I got two of those. So, yeah, 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 I see yeah. one all right, right up there. Yeah. And then, nice. so those I have nice. like that's a Shepherd Fairy with the sign Chuck D. You got a bunch those of Shepherd Fairies around. Did, yeah. did, I, did I tell you about the um the one that I won from him? No. Okay. All right. Um. So, um. There's a, one of these printers that Shepard used to go through that's out of California. Um, they would do his uh, printer's proofs and artist proofs. So the difference that I, I had to find all this stuff out, an artist proof is essentially when he has, like, a print that he wants to do, they send him, like, 20 artist proofs that will probably have different levels of, this has a lot more right. red, this right, has this right. and that. And yeah. then you decide which one you want to yep. be, you know, your master to kind of, you know, start printing. The printer's proof is rarer or more rare than the artist proof because the printer's proof is as soon as you decide which one you're going to use, right. then there's only a few of those. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was a piece that Shepard Ferry did in 2016 um, that he was going to do a, um, a printer's proof giveaway for. It's only going to be three of them. So it was going to be, I think he had one, the printer had one, and he was going to give one away. Mm. And and it was just like this contest with the printer and with Shepard Ferry. And it was basically like, you know, like this post, post your name, this and this and that. And I did it. And, <laughs> and then randomly, I get a message from Shepard Ferry on Instagram. Hi, Preach. Yeah. You won my shit. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I thought it was fake. That's what I looked at Wait the a name. Minute. Where do you want me to fill out? What, Yo. <laughs> where do you want my email and bank account? Where am I sending a dick pic to? Stop Yo. it. I ain't going to do this again. <laughs> you know, that was embarrassing. The lighting wasn't right. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put a filter on that motherfucker. Nice. I'm done. It's got a foot long filter. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, where was I going? Oh, anyway, so so I look, I looked at who sent me the message, and it was uh, he had like a million followers, and I was like, oh shit, this is Shepard Ferry. So he asked for my address and all that stuff, and I sent him a message. I was like, yo, I'm from South Carolina as well, this and this and that. He was like, oh, that's great. So they posted about it. It was like a competition. I don't know how many thousands of people that try to get into it, but I won it, and it's fucking huge. So they got it to me, and I, I'll send you the video. I made a video of us unraveling it. I took it to my framer, um, and it's it's amazing. So it's apprentice proof. It's I don't know how much it's worth. We try to get it appraised. I have an idea. I'll tell y'all off air, but <laughs> but but I don't have off it in here because I don't I don't have a, I don't have the space for it. So it's at the um the frame shop right now. Um, and and how large is it? It's it's pretty big, man. So, because <laughs> well, that, that poster size is probably like the yeah. regular that he did, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, and so, like, if if he did like a printer's proof, this would be like a size bigger than that that he got that he gets it from to do that type of print. You know wow. So he can see the detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's, it's he, he came from large format stuff, yeah. like yeah. on the side of a building yeah. doing yeah. some gorilla shit. Yeah. So, yeah. so the two things that that kind of hit me during the pandemic was I won this Shepard Fairy piece, and I've been doing these like. Uno games with my family um, after my, my father got sick and my mom got sick. So this is kind of a way for like the family to connect. And so all of a sudden after all this, Shepard Ferry ended up having his own Uno 
little box set. Boom. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yep, so, I, so I sent him a message. He was like, oh, hey, wow. I'm the guy that won your shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> so, just send me an Uno? <laughs> he's like, whatever. But, like. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so the piece is huge. And, and, and you know, it also like uh, like gets me in a position where I've been wanting to have like a, an independent like art gallery. Where yeah. I want to focus on black and brown artists in the city. And yes. funny enough, like in 2019, I was looking at a space and I just didn't pull the trigger on it. Something didn't feel right. And then the pandemic hits, right? Dang. And yep. then, but, but then, Good call. Good call. but, yep. but then you're like, with all this artwork in here, and I have like all this other shit, I have like other like images that need to be framed. There's, I have a Fahamu Puku, who's this artist out of uh, Atlanta. I had to show you a picture of that. It's, it's amazing stuff. And I want to like invest in a lot of local art. So, so, you know, it it really like when we have situations like trying to do events, trying to do shows, where at the end of the day we're like, oh, who's gonna let me house my event? Who's mm-hmm. gonna let me have an art show? Who's gonna let me like? Yep. At this point now, I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, I just want to do a fucking holiday party where I don't yeah. want to ch- I don't want to charge people to come in. Yep. I just want to send an invite mm-hmm. so the homies can come, yeah. play some records, and have an excuse to just do something fly. And it's an uphill battle. So yeah. So I think you know the next is. conversation. Shit, I was just talking about this with Kev a couple days ago. Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. Something affordable. All right. Well, oh, we can talk off air too. I have an, op- an opportunity for us to do something somewhere if you want to do like a holiday thing or an event. Like, I just want to do something where I can just play some music and That's chill. Yeah. Sort of like when we was doing the loft sessions. Yeah. Um, was, was but, but, you know, the loft thing was, was really kind of designed to make money and this type of thing. I just want to do something for the sake of being sane. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Enjoying, like yeah. do something for the homies and just yeah. hang out. You know what I mean? So, so I think that falls back into like the more important thing is ownership of the content and the things that we create. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so how important is that in what you're creating, right? So, like, at some point, if somebody comes and say, you know, we love this idea, we love this concept, we love whatever creative outlet you guys have, but we have to own it, would you turn down a bunch of money to keep ownership, or would you say, I'm going to take this money and I can create something else in the future? That's a good mm. point, man. A good point. Everybody might have a different answer for that. She said, I won't cut the check. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) for me, because I'm a creative, like ideas come to me all the time. So yeah, cut the check. Like just because I you stole my idea doesn't mean that you can execute it the way Mm -hmm. I can. And I I think we all have some radical ideas about uh intellectual property to begin with. Mm -hmm. As we've talked about this, because I I thought I was gonna be the outcast. Oh, the podcast? No, no, just about intellectual property. property. Oh, okay. And and then we started talking about it, and everybody else is like, yeah, you can't own shit. Yeah, you really can't. Everything evolves. Right. Yeah. So, like, back in the day when there were, like, you know, traveling musicians that would show up at your tavern and start playing their song, Mm -hmm. like, nobody nobody could be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Thelonious came up with that song. (laughs) Right, right. You know, like, it just was. Once you put it out, there was a connection between you and the universe and all of that, and the idea that we can become millionaires off of that. Is wild. Is is the bastardization? Yeah. That is the weird thing. That is the the capitalist imperialist idea mm-hmm. entering into the creative space. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so like, I mean, if somebody wanted, like, what are they buying? Are they buying the Hilltop Glove? They'd name? be buying branding and. Are they buying our previous episodes see, to like mix the them the into some kind of propaganda? Like, I don't want to see shit go fucking. That's the thing. You know, <laughs> I, that's why I agree with him. My thing is. You you build, and this is what, like, as an entrepreneur, you build something to make profit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make profit. So if if we create a product that's good enough for somebody and come in, and they offer you a good number, 
um, whatever their number is, yeah, go ahead, take the number. That's what it's for. Because then you can take that and you can make many more. Whatever right, you want right. Yeah. Yeah, you want that. I'm going to reinvest in the hood. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to open a hookah shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing we were doing, we're doing but with some but money with now. Some money. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have a better outreach. Plus, now you even have connections mm-hmm. to higher-ups in the industry, whatever the bull may be. Mm-hmm. But you could do that. The The one problem is, like he said, is, are they going to take, are they buying your likeness? This is where it gets weird. Mm-hmm. Like, are they buying your likeness? Or are they just buying the, the, the content itself and then promoting and selling the content as, as what it is? So I guess it also boils down to like the, the Joe Rogan deal, the way it kind of spans out is that a, he still owns the rights to everything. Mm-hmm. B, you know, you can find this stuff on YouTube and other places as well. Mm-hmm. And C, I think it's just a licensing deal. I, I think yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying. So yeah, so it's it's like I, I mean, maybe that's the way to go for a lot of these people. Is like, look, you know, I'm going to operate as normal. I'm just going to give you the privilege to you know, you know, put my shit on this this platform for a while. And and it might not even be exclusively. It might just be like, hey, you know, you know, Spotify gets it a week first, and then I, you know, am able to put it in other places. But but I always thought that was interesting as well because. As soon as the Spotify deal happened, I'm like, all right, am I going to listen to this podcast? And then, like, every two seconds, it's going to be a commercial, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, they have to make their coin mm-hmm. somewhere. Right. And when they already have their model for it. Yeah, so it's not just do. making their coin. It's making their coin the same way they've been, been doing it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be like. True. Well, well, here's my theory, and here's my question that I think is really, really interesting, right? Is that in a, in a weird way, especially as a musician and as an artist that makes music, you know, when we talk about streaming, right, mm-hmm. you know, the public doesn't understand, right? So people are basically like, me, me and music. I, I take it, I take it, kind of to heart when people get frustrated about things because like, a lot of people spend more time talking shit about the music they don't like as opposed to saying what they do like. Right. So that's why every Friday, <laughs> you know, didn't but, we talk about that? Yeah, you know, we didn't so, talk about that. It, it, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, like on on Facebook, every Friday I'm like, yo, what y'all hoes listening to? Yep. Tell me, <laughs> like that. tell Love me what y'all, tell me what y'all are supporting yep. as opposed to telling me what you're not supporting. Right. And I bring it up specifically because people don't buy music anymore, Mm-mm. especially if we're talking about digitally, right? So you'll have somebody that's just really frustrated about, you know, an album that comes out. They talk all the shit about it. I'm like, yo, fuck you. You didn't did even you buy it. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. You didn't yeah. even buy it. So, <laughs> so even if you so don't you like mad it. For? <laughs> what are you mad for? So even if you don't like it, why spend that energy, that attention? So I say mm-hmm. that to say when people are trying to tell me, oh, I'm streaming your music, they're thinking they're saying something that's helpful, but like I, I make nothing off of that. Now, yeah. now in theory, here's my question. And I don't know how the algorithm works. Is that if I'm an artist, is it more beneficial if you look at these streaming places? Is it more beneficial if I have a three minute song on Spotify? You know, Spotify can say, all right, well, somebody stream this song for three minutes. Or if I have a podcast that is two and a half hours and and people listen to the entire episode, isn't there more value? for that platform to have you on that platform for two and a half hours as opposed to listening to this one song. And so that's where my, so that's where my brain Mm kind of shifts with it. You know what I'm saying? So, so we talk about people like streaming your music to get money. I haven't heard anything from these platforms paying for people to listen to our podcast. Wow. Yeah. That makes a good point because you know, how often does an album come out? Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Once every year, year and a half, if they on their game and the rotation is so, you know, the album come out, we listen to it, and we're, all right, on to the next. Yeah. And, and right. because, Especially nowadays. Like, right. It's over, it's <laughs> yes, over consumerism, right? Because, yeah. like, when I was a kid, 
you had to make the decision of the CDs that you were going to buy. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? riding with them CDs. Yeah. yeah. Season. Absolutely. So, oh, so you going to get that? Oh, I don't need to get that because we're going yeah, to drop it as soon as we get back to the house. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. already got yeah. it. I could burn yours. Yeah. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a CDR? Oh, <laughs> shit. It's on. I was going to put it in the tape deck. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is interesting that you said that because I, uh, <laughs> I, I always thought this was funny because somebody said this and, and, and I don't know how to apply this to this conversation, but I think it's interesting. When someone said, as a creative, our jobs are not to give people what they want. They said, <laughs> sp- no, so I we, agree with think, that. Think about, think about this. If this. somebody would have asked me 15 years ago, how do you want to listen to your music in the gym? I would have said, a portable CD player. Mm-hmm. That's yep. what I wanted, right? Yep. Can you imagine being on a trip and shit like nah. yeah. Like, yo, right? yo, yo, yeah. yo, we were savages back then. Like, yeah. I, you know, but that's what I wanted. <laughs> Steve Jobs was like, I know this is what you want, but here's the iPod. Yeah. You, take, you know what I'm saying? That, and so yeah. Yeah. I job... 40 second skip protection. We just yeah. made that like 40 hours of skip yeah. protection. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll just do yeah. it. And, and so <laughs> the bass boost. You know, so like. <laughs> so, so like, so I always thought that model was interesting because it was basically like as soon as the iPod was introduced, then you don't want this portable CD player. At all. You know what I mean? And so. And so, like, artistically, I'm trying to find those ways of looking into things differently, right? Where it's like, you know, if I'm getting more attention hosting a podcast, then I don't need the music to be the leading force. Maybe I can use the podcast to promote the music yeah. as opposed to the other way around. You know what I mean? But, but at the end of the day, I don't know how to translate that stuff into into money just yet. Because it's we, like... We got you. We got you. All right. Well, well yeah. look, at, look at her. Because, uh, we you know, already doing it. Say, we like, got you. talking right off our alley. Uh, uh, right. What you're talking about with that long form with the, for the podcasting is advertising dollars. Mm-hmm. This, that's the cool... That's why people gravitate, especially businesses, gravitate towards podcasting now. Because in three-minute song, right? You get a three-minute song off. Say they throw an ad in there after the end of the song before you move to the next one in your playlist, mm-hmm. right? That's possible, right? Okay, we can get you to listen to that. Boom, boom, boom. But it's really possible that you're going to listen to that three-minute song and you're going to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. You're going to keep going about your day, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. The thing about a podcast is you're going to finish that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. come back to it hours later. You'll yeah. come back to it a week later. And while you're doing that, you're oh, getting all the ads. Minutes left. Yeah. You're getting all the ads. They're still selling that content. It's like, mm-hmm. why is ads still the end goal? It like, started. The end goal because is still like, that was the beginning. sell people more That was shit. the beginning. Yeah. When we started with radio, that was the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Radio was sold with ads. They were selling people a dishwashing detergent. Uh, stuff for their laundry, uh, tabs for their cola. Yeah, but then we moved to a place where, like, like okay, so like when we were coming up, mm-hmm. I always heard that our generation was the ones that were like most aware of advertising and also most Hate distrustful yeah, of, it. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, does that shit still work? They like, yeah, the program. You know, like when because because I got a little bit of an advertising background, and you yeah. you look mm-hmm. at a newspaper circulation and you say, well, there were. 40,000 of these issues that went out. So mm-hmm. that means 40,000 people saw your app, which is not true. At yeah. all. Yeah. And now with the internet, we are like, yeah, well, you got three clicks on all of them people that, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. we know like immediately that shit don't work. Yep. And yeah. that's, we kind of know that advertising is not the, the magic silver bullet that, that it was sold in the, in the Mad Men days, yep. you know? Yeah. But they still spend money on it. But I think that's why people are getting creative with their content because now it's more visual. Yep. Um, but like when I listen to preach podcasts, I listen to this drop. Like, yeah. oh, ten percent <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, I'm using that promo code. Oh, that's why you ain't buy the hoodie yet nope. from the cash nope. app. Like, waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I think I think it, it's a it's still effect it's still effective in the sense that you you may not be able to do it in a corporate way, but 
advertisers are still gonna you're still gonna purchase space on mm-hmm. people's platforms just because you want to get some kind of um, leverage. Yeah, leverage. You want to mm-hmm. be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, where wherever or however you can be, you're gonna try to be seen, and so they're still gonna do it. Even though, like I said, especially with our generation, our generation, we're the anti-ad generation. We have problems with ads. We've seen so many ads. We don't like ads. We'll pay YouTube seven dollars a month. We don't gotta see ads. <laughs> I watch YouTube. I won't. When I'm cheap, but yeah, right. <laughs> I said I won't. I'm cheap. You yeah, I watch <laughs> But, but I have ads. gone back and bought old podcast episodes from stuff that mm-hmm. was outdated, and yep. they're like, yeah, well, you know, everything is now is free, but if you want to go back two years, it's ninety nine cents. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. here you go. Have well, some money. well, when okay, so <laughs> when just because advertising doesn't work the way it used to, what advertising works for us? Because because at some point we're, we're being I'm visual. sold. TikTok. I'm all visual. visual. Everything video. That visual ad stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. We're gonna be walking around like Robocop. We're gonna mm. pop out the side. That thing's gonna pop out the trash can. All right. Hey. Oh, hey. Yeah. What's the What's the last thing that you saw? Like a new product that you saw that the advertising was done so well, or it's, it 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 caught you so well that you're like, I'm gonna buy that. Do you remember? <sighs> Man, I'm horrible. I was gonna be watching. Cartoons. Something for this little game um. called Pop the Pig, and they're feeding a little pig, and then the pig pops. This is just fly looking game, yo. I don't know, yo. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. But a fly looking game, man. They pop the pig, man. <laughs> That's you, the last thing I saw. Who you, who you gonna play the game with? Pig who you gonna Who you gonna play the game with? I'm gonna bring it to my, my little niece and nephew. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It ain't for me. Whatever. <laughs> you you ain't care right, for me playing a, that he's shit. So oh, excited. Yeah, play like, the pig, bro. So excited. <laughs> Is it a game about shooting cops? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! But yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, it's not much. What about you? What do you think? I mean, obviously, targeted ads work better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of times I've been scrolling on Instagram and then I'm like, damn, them shoes is hot. Yeah. You know, because they know what you click on. And that and, and, and that's uh they call it um something with their mind. What's what's they doing something now where they can read Well, they listen to us. Like listen, like, yeah, it's like a predictive algorithm. Ultra yeah. ultra yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Aggressive aggressive targeting or something like yes. that. Yes. Where I, I shit you not at the beginning of the pandemic, the two things I wrote about, I wrote this whole column about how wearing sweatpants is a revolutionary act. Um, <laughs> and, and because, because, all right, all right. So, like, explain, I would, I would totally agree with that. I I'm, absolutely I'm, would agree with that. Well, because, because there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like luggage with it, right? Because it was like we were going through this thing, and I had a conversation with, uh, with, with a really cool cat, the politician from here, and we were talking about things like, you know. Um, they were doing the Million Man March here, but it was like, you know, wear your suits, suits and dress and press, you know, and they, and they made these comments like, you know, we want to show the public that all the stuff that's going on, you know, it's not from us or whatever. And and, and respectability politics came out of this in the uh, 60s, where if you look at all the civil rights footage back in the day, everybody getting sprayed with water hoses or attacked by dogs, they were wearing their Sunday's best. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't mm-hmm. yeah. subscribe. And, and so and so I get the ideal where Martin was saying this. Martin yeah. was like, look. The rest of the world, when they're seeing this, if these people are being attacked by water hoses and dogs, we want the rest of the world to be like astonished that yo, these people look nice, they yeah. dress well. Yeah, right. How are you doing this to them? Right. And they want to kind of tap in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I understand that concept, but but I vehemently uh, go against it because what happens if somebody wants to be a part of the movement that can't afford a suit? Mm-hmm. So yeah, all of a right. sudden, the respectability politics becomes discriminatory against people that, mm-hmm. that don't have money. Yeah. Like, if you can't buy a suit, you can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was really kind of talking about, in the middle of all this stuff during the pandemic, all the George Floyd stuff, I was being interviewed for, for podcasts, for TV shows and shit. I ain't have a haircut. 
and I was wearing hoodies and sweatpants. And then I said, fuck it. You know, is this going to take away from what I'm saying? Like Steve Jobs could walk mm, around right. with, with mom jeans yep. and, and a, tu- and a yep. turtleneck. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not going to hold it against these people for dressing like like they're homeless, mm-hmm. then, yep. you know, I shit you not. Yes. Last week I was um, doing music for this tech conference. It's called uh, Sogro or something like that. You ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. So it's this tech conference where um, they got these guest speakers coming in. And they're talking about investments and all this type of stuff. So I get in there because I'm supposed to be playing music in between the speeches. It's like a whole conference the whole day, but this main room with speeches. And I was supposed to play, like, walk-up music for the people. So they were choosing the music they wanted. So I come in there. So I come in there, and there's this, like, older white guy. He's, like, maybe in his 50s, maybe early 60s. Real cool. He got a T-shirt in, tucked in his jeans. Like, just looking real basic or whatever. And we just shooting the shit. I got a Muhammad Ali hat on. And, and we're talking about the Eagles and all this type of shit. So he gets up, he does his speech or whatever. And while he's, while he's giving his speech, I said, let me look at this motherfucker and see who he is. I Google him, Google his name, and I Google net worth. He's worth <laughs> $350 million. Wow. <laughs> Good right? gosh. The guy was, he's the founder of MapQuest. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, see, he's Lord. a, I don't give a shit money. Yeah. Yes. But, That's the real thing. But he's being asked to speak at this conference yes. dressed like a bum. Yep. Nobody mm-hmm. says, oh, you don't look respectable. Right. It's something Yo. that specifically happens to, 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 to black folks and to us specifically. And it's like a church thing that's there as, as well or whatever, yeah. you know. But, but um, you know. I mean, that's that's present in the culture, though, because the whole idea of that there is a, a style that you dress in. Mm-hmm. And if you wear this kind of suit, mm-hmm. it like telecasts that you are not a threat to the motherfuckers that are running shit. Mm-hmm. That's I true. mean, every every picture of Martin Luther King in handcuffs, he got a suit on. Oh, I know, you know no, 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 <laughs> you know? no. Yeah. But I mean, like, what is being attempted there mm-hmm. is to say that, like, I will conform to what you, you say yeah, is, the, yeah. Yeah. is the, the standard. The, the, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as people start not doing that, yeah. now granted, when white people do it, it comes from a, like a whole different mm-hmm. like level of privilege on mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's like, yeah, dress dress code is like one of those yeah. conform or not things. So yeah, when yeah. you say sweatpants is revolution, yes, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So <laughs> I opened the article up when I was writing about it, and I, and I opened the article up talking about um, Brooks Brothers was going bankrupt, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and so and so I went to Brooks Brothers website because they had like suits for like three hundred bucks. I was like, shit, I'm about me motherfucking Brooks Brothers suit, right? <laughs> that right? Has to be that guy's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he loves some so, damn Brooks Brothers. So so I'm about to look for these Brooks Brothers suits, and it dawns on me, I'm like, where the fuck am I gonna wear a suit? At? <laughs> I have to see you in a suit. I have to. Uh, now she got to see I'm about to say, I've been wearing sweatpants for so long. Right. She's like, yo, how do I do that? When's the next funeral you're going to? <laughs> but, um, but, but I wrote this article. I started off writing about Brooks Brothers, and I talked about sweatpants. I swear to God, after that article was published the very next day on my Instagram feed, Brooks Brothers sweatpants. Yeah. See? You know what I'm saying? Like, and they oh. look dope. Yo. Yo. See? Brooks yeah. Brothers Sweatpants, nigga. Yes. I got a, I got a Brooks Brothers hoodie. Kids in Bangladesh sewing all the shit together. They just put a different label on it. And now, because this is how product works. Mike is so funny. It is right though. But look, look, they still got that little sheep on it. Oh yeah. Oh. And you can pay extra for them to put your initials on it. So here's here's what sucks. I went to a Brooks Brothers outlet in Charleston looking for the sweatpants, and they say it's only online. They said people ask us about it all the time, so I bought a Brooks Brothers hoodie. So yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> they make hoodies. No, I'm trying to tell you, man. I, you know, so uh, so 
right, I was hyper targeted, but it didn't work. But I would say because it does. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it fucking does? But it's but it's invasive, and that's what because like because my thing is it's like if 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 I'm up here talking about Pornhub and all this other stuff, and all of a sudden I start seeing stuff with like sex toys and shit like that, I'm like, thank you for letting me know about this, but I feel invaded right now. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) you know, like so. How how much of it actually is it being invasive and part of it and how much of it is you actually being on I'll put it like this. So You being noticed? Yeah, the the internet and this is what's gonna be so funny about the metaverse. They're supposed to be recording everything. Mm-hmm. They're supposed everything's gonna be put down on charts. But who they're the fuck no says that though? Well, uh, I, hold on. They, I don't, these, they do. Fine print. Fine print. Well, that, okay. No. Terms and agreements. Yeah, see, this is, this is why we need an actual privacy this, right? amendment to the yes. U.S. Constitution. I agree. Like, so, does. so here's what we're talking about, right? It's just like you know, it's like it's the it's the catch twenty two that they try to say is that you know if you ever watch like a, a car commercial or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. They show all this shit, and at the end, everybody talking about yes. like, right? And they're like, "Whoa, well, we 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 let them know." Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, Legalese. so so legally, they could say, "Oh, well, you know, people sign up for this when they when they go into this app." But at the end of the day, you know, if if you're making things that have to be deciphered by a lawyer, or you have to say it mad fast, like I always bring everything back to dating. If a guy trying to holler at a girl and he's like, <laughs> right, and she go back, well, you know what? Okay, so whatever, whatever you say, we, we can, I don't yes. know. I like the way you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, you know, but 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 it it, it just feels like it's Morally, just it's, it's bad natured, right? Yeah, and, and and so so it becomes one of those things where, you know, we come to this conclusion that we're like at this point. I always laugh like you ever talk to a homie that's like selling like. You know, uh, a itty bitty bag of weed, and you make a comment about it, and they're like, "Yo, shh, be quiet." They listen. It's like, "Yo, Pablo Escobar." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? What about what this dirt? No, exactly. I mean, yes, they are, but <laughs> they got too much other shit to do. <laughs> and so, I, so, so there's this thing where we just kind of accept that we're being recorded at all times. We accept that Which people are so paying attention. Fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but here's the thing: up. it's not accept. It's not an acceptance. Here's the I'm gonna, I'm gonna be devil's advocate on this. It's not accepted. The problem is nobody's come together since 1996 and decided that we should change the way in which the internet operates mm-hmm. well, well, and, yes. and how and how contract contracts operate. The reason I'm talking about this because I actually had to take a class on this contract law, especially when dealing with the internet. Meaning, oh, it's all fucked up. Yeah, like they created this thing where now you have check boxes that say that you agree yeah. to. You telling me an eight year old can yeah. click a button yeah. and be legally bound? Yeah. Fuck no, that they is ruled, not how they, that shit works. They, they ruled in favor of these folks to be able to do so. So the problem is, do you break down the construct or the internet that we have now and restart it? Or do you continue with what we I don't know. You change the law and you let the motherfuckers who have all the damn money figure that shit out. Yeah. They, they, you can they, kick Facebook you change, directly in the nuts the and they will be fine. How, look, how you change the law? They, they, bought, they bought Facebook, the head of Facebook, Google, put all these people to, to Congress to talk. You know what they did? They looked at them, they opened their and told them to do whatever, spreaded them, yeah. and farted, and then walked out of there. <laughs> Nothing changed. Have you ever seen a congressional hearing on anything? I know. That that exactly. I watch them. I watch like, that's what they span. do. I watch them. And, <laughs> and it, like you said, the thing is sucks. But that's, that's, that's how you know who actually runs the country. Because you see people go in front of Congress and they go, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. real talk. And yeah. then they walk out. And then yeah. nothing happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's how I know you're a serial killer because you choose to watch C-SPAN. Yeah. But like, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> make you a serial killer. Today. I watch the C-SPAN thing. Worst podcast ever. A C-SPAN podcast? It's congressional hearings? Yo, that was people want to see what goes on inside of the government of the United States so they would know? Well, the I'm reading the Obama book right now, and it's kind of one of those things where, you know, the way you're talking about how laws are done and made and all this type of stuff, it's that there's this thing. If you ever call like customer service somewhere, you have a gripe or something, or somebody fucked something up on your your account and they owe you money. Let's say they gave you an overdraft that they ain't supposed to give you. You know, whatever. I've been through that. And and you and you call these places. Uh, sometimes they get to the point where they feel like we're just gonna exhaust you so much that mm-hmm. you just give the fuck mm-hmm. up, right? Yep. Yep. And I think that's what happens with with government and politics is that oh, yeah. they try to say, oh, oh my gosh, this is so much of this, and so much, mm-hmm. you don't want us to, let's just do this on your behalf. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. yeah. Yep. Let us make the decisions, because you just regular exactly. old plebs, we ain't gonna fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, for real, yeah. that's the thing. That's what they do, exactly. Yeah. And they so, you with it. And so like, I, I, don't, I don't know what the, with the response or the secret to changing this stuff with with like how our information is out there, that type of thing. I'm like, I always laugh when people be like, your information's gonna be out there and someone is gonna like hack into your account. It's like, if you wanna steal my $12.89, go, go ahead. Right? You might Either, go change yeah. my credit score. Man, <laughs> can only go the other way. That's the one thing that kills me is it's like, you know, if, if, if these people wanna do this hacking shit, why y'all hacking the emails yes. of Sony and, yes. and exposing like some actress, you know, uh, uh, tit slip <laughs> pictures? Like, yo, yeah, yo, why don't right, you yo. Mr. Robot that shit and give all of us 750 credit scores? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. That's yo, the point. That's take what one I'm for the about. team. Yo, like, you wasting your time out here. Like, Putin, Seriously. Putin, like, wanna fuck America. Don't get Trump elected. Give us great credit. Yeah. Well, you yo, got yo, the whole, <laughs> all the banking systems will collapse. Dog. Right. Everybody get along. Come yo. on. Yo, you got a black dude getting a house because his credit's going Yes. Yeah. But see, no, nobody making money on top wants to see any disruption to that flow. Yep. Mm. There is no change going to come from anybody mm. who's making it. Nope. That's not how it works. Well, my, my bigger issue is this. And I saw, like, uh, Elon Musk made this comment on, like, Twitter. He's just like, yo, you know, if you tell me how to spend my $6 billion, how that can end hunger, I'll do it. And it's like, dude, fuck you because you're, you're being – you're being an asshole That's right arrogant. now, yeah. right? That's intellectual masturbation. I mean, yeah. y'all see but, me arrogant. But, but, <laughs> but here's, here's my... arrogant Martian I've ever seen. He is an arrogant he, Martian. He, here's my thing. Just get taxed. Get taxed what you're yeah. supposed to get taxed. Yeah. I, I, had this, I had this thing. I was watching this thing about, like, uh, it was called The Men That Built America. And it's this thing they had on the History Channel. And at the end of all these people's lives, right, where you have, like, Carnegie or you have Rockefeller, you know, all this type of shit. Right before these motherfuckers die, they just donate a bunch of money to yep. charities and shit like that, right? Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, right? And mm-hmm. and and they do that for two reasons. A, they're like, okay, I get to put the money where I want to put it. Um, and B, they can put their name on it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Where where it just, it's, it's more. Legacy is more important to me. At this, <laughs> it's, at it's, this point. <laughs> it's, more, it's more masturbation, where it's yep. basically yep. like, yo, if you just get taxed properly, mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about what to do with the six billion dollars. Right. We'll figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I get frustrated. <laughs> I get I get I get frustrated where it's like Warren Buffett said that his intern, not his intern, his uh, secretary pays more taxes than he do. Wow. We're not talking about percentage. We're talking about Overall, amount. Yeah. yeah. Number. You know, That's crazy. Trump, when his tax returns came back, he pays the taxes if he makes seventy five thousand a year. Um yep. um uh Bezos yep. pays like Taxes if he makes a hundred grand a year because technically speaking, um, he doesn't make any money from Amazon. It's all stocks. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, sure. Steve Jobs 
his his salary was a dollar when he you know what I mean yep. so so wink wink so what yep. happens is these <laughs> people talk about how much they're being taxed and all this type of shit all these rich people always talk about this shit but it's like yo man you have all these loopholes that you can afford to do mm-hmm. right. my second thing that I have a problem with Elon Musk is that trust me on this it's going to happen I hated the fact that he was on SNL for a few reasons one I don't want my billionaires likable. Fuck true, you. True. You're worth $200 billion. Yeah. You don't have to also be liked. Like, go. Like, right. go. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't I'll, your money I'll drive one of your, your cars. Cool. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> know? I don't like you. There, yeah. that, that is a good point. Like, how many people who are on his level mm-hmm. as far as moving things in the world actually, like, do interviews and do podcasts well, and make movies and shit? Well, here's, wait, what, liked, here, yeah. here's my beef with it. Is that especially when we're talking about like crypto or the markets and all this type of stuff? He was making comments about certain like cryptocurrencies and oh, yeah, it fluctuated. A, a doji yes, so, it so so my it, yeah. thing is NBC is basically doing like I don't know if this is considered yeah, uh, inside marketing or whatever. Yo, so to have him in here Security doing this exchange shit, commission should have exactly. been in there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but you can't do that with crypto because it's it's not centralized. Now it's exchange. about it's the next year. It'll be different. Uh, but they, they, even, there's you don't be think even that, that, bro. But guess what? Decentralized <laughs> currency going to destabilize the whole the, world. Even if world. the it's SEC, bitches. even if the SEC doesn't monitor crypto, yeah. when he says this type of shit, it affected Tesla stock as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which so US money, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. so so my whole thing is like is is I don't want you to be like he he can manipulate the market. And the third and biggest thing is. This is exactly what happened with Donald Trump. If you look back at the 90s, yep. he was in Home Alone. Yep. He was in fucking Little Rascals. Yep. He was on episodes of Freshman to oh, Bel Air. You think he's making a political play? Oh, Dog. Wow. It's exactly you what you have to be. You have a, you have, you have a, a disadvantage all of a sudden, See, right? I just figured he was going to go like try no. to run his own country on Mars for another thousand He's going to test it out here first. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> then, then he's going to get on the Then take it. And then we all know that at some point Mars has to secede from the U.S. I mean, from the U.N. You know, and then the whole like belcher yeah that's yeah. gonna happen i mean yeah. because because yeah. i mean it, it's an unfair advantage because he's been getting all this like extra like help yeah, all this extra. yeah. then on top of that if he runs listen i got so fucking mad at uh, uh bloomberg when he ran for president this motherfucker spent half a billion dollars of his own money to run now mind you you can do what you what you want to do with your money right but here he is talking about here's I'm gonna figure out ways to help New York infrastructure. Nigga, you got five hundred million dollars. Yeah, you just wasted your money. Yeah, you could have spent half of that and said, "Yo, I'm gonna upgrade the subway." Hey, city of New York, I'm taking care of the subways. (laughs) I got this. I got this. Which which did happen at certain points in history with certain rich motherfuckers. They they were just like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it." Now they all had their plans and yeah, you know. I mean, because they're they're not gonna do anything for you know out of the niceness of their heart because like because because Amazon was trying to have like one of their big headquarters. New York and New York tried to hold their feet to the fire. It's like, yo, if you pull up here and you want all these tax breaks, you got to pay for something. You got to fix something. You ain't going to be able to have a headquarters in New York and not be union. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, fuck that. We're going to Tennessee or wherever the fuck he went. You know what I mean? Like, like they, you know, I mean, you know, so I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like, where. where Can I tease, though? I'm going to tease you on this one. Okay. This is where it all leads to. This is so funny. Okay. Those people don't do anything without without subordinates pushing buttons meaning like the the same people that need them to be corrected are the <laughs> same people that are assisting in the the, oh, yeah. the, the help them yeah, yeah. 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 the game yeah. of risk falls apart when yeah. the little men go nah Same, I ain't yeah, inviting that's my that. point. nah exactly. nah i'm exactly. going back nah <laughs> like i hate to say this like jeff bezos doesn't do his taxes 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with Warren Buffett, when he made that point about his secretary, I'm like laughing, like, shut up, old man. Like, get your tax attorney, give him to her. Like, live him in the right? side, go work for her, knock yeah. her stuff down. He's not going to do it. Because, like he said, I'm not going to help nobody. I'm helping myself. I mean, yeah. the, the thing about it's your it, too. personal responsibility. Yeah, that's what they call yeah. it. The, 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 the thing about it, too, is that I, in order for you to be an ultra, ultra billionaire, at some point in time, you had to take human suffering and doing the yes. right thing and take that all out of your brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that, the, 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 I know, you know, capitalism in America is the thing to do and all the type of stuff, but there's one huge flaw in capitalism is that the answer is always more. Yep. So mm-hmm. if you look oh, at yeah. like, mm-hmm. you, if you, like, like if you look at the NFL, which operates as a nonprofit, which is fucking insane, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yo, makes no sense. Nonprofit. Yo, that yeah. makes no sense. Yo, let's donate money to the NFL. Like, I donate to charity. Donate. I this charity. makes no yeah, sense. Your taxes. Like, you can give money to your favorite team and get it back at the end of the year. Yeah, I bought a jersey. Stupid, yo. That shit Technically, back. you're yeah. supposed to be holding receipts, yeah. And so, and so, For the promotion of athletics in America. <laughs> yo, and you know, during the Super Bowl, they don't pay artists. You perform for free. What? They yeah. give you a budget. They, they what they do is Beyonce did that shit. Yeah. Yes. They pay, what? They pay for. They oh, okay, pay for. Okay. That's why she was okay. like, ah. They yeah. pay for. They pay for the expenses <laughs> for the show. Yep. But you don't get paid to do it. Yep. That's like I heard. Um, you should be honored. Yeah, really? that's what they speak say. to our dwindling audience. It was 80 million people yeah, like, that's like 15 that's like years ago. <laughs> like, yo, you see that uptick if you on a versus battle? What happens, <laughs> when, you do, what happens when you do the Super Bowl? From then to now. If I heard 80 million people follow me on Twitch. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you. <laughs> but the people that have the most money to pay you choose not to pay you, right? It's yeah. like, you know, um, I think uh, uh, Alec Baldwin was talking about when he hosted the Oscars, they paid like 1200 bucks. Like you get paid nothing to do this shit. Yeah. Like maybe maybe it's not that low, but it's like it's something like real stupid that people will do it for the sake of saying they did it more than anything else. Yeah. You know, they'll pay like whatever minimums they got to pay you with the they unions. They'll do like that. that little honorarium, like when you go speak at a yeah. school, they be like it's five hundred dollars. that covers your expenses. And a free and a free fry from Chick Fil A. Right? <laughs> if you read a book, they get you like the little the little McDonald's or the yep. Chick Fil A coupons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember with, like the book club. <laughs> They used to do the personal pan pizza booty. Right. Oh, I was just thinking about it. Yeah. Get my little stickers oh. up, man. Oh, Lenticular oh, oh. um, pan. You know, the little. Yeah. yeah. They change the yeah. image when you move back and forth. Uh, yeah. It's it's like a, a lenticular is the proper it's word lenticular? for that. Yeah, it's a lenticular. Testicular? <laughs> <laughs> you got a testicular pan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 got some nut sacks hanging right there. It's like, what books have you been reading? Oh, it's like, <laughs> been reading books about maps. <laughs> <laughs> So instead of bashing on rich people, um, <laughs> nah, they get bashed on. I mean, you know, ain't listening to this motherfucker. Yeah, just wait till the food system run out, and then we'll see where the rich people end don't up. Don't stop, man. Don't play like that. You know they got insure hitting them, them bunkers. Look, look, I'm fluffy. I'm the first one. Like, look, I'm wearing Crocs. If the, if the Armageddon happens and people come out with like their assault rifles, I'm like, come on, man. Like, chill, come on, bro, man. Chill. We ain't ready for that. I'll be mad that if they eat me, they don't season me right. But like, look oh, here, man. No. <laughs> like, look, like, like, yo, really? Like, like no mayonnaise? No Why are you rubbing mayonnaise on my? I'm like, damn. <laughs> I got Obey right here. 
Come on. Try. Let me tell you how to probably why, why you Why you eat me while I'm... I always laugh when you watch them, like, animal shows. Yeah. It's like these lions be eating, like, a motherfucking gazelle, and they be eating them from the stomach, and the gazelle be alive. And yeah, it's like, yeah. that's some mean shit. It's yeah. like... Uh-huh. Eat you while no, you don't. Like, no, the gazelle is having a massive DMT hit right then. The gazelle Yo. is talking to the universe, bro. Yeah, the gazelle, like, that's why the gazelle is like, gazelle's like, ha-ha, lion, you don't get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo, the lion be eating them alive, and it's just like, lion be like, meat more tender when it's alive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> don't say that, it's a meat more tender uh, meat when, more tender <laughs> when they breathing, you know? Plants get it first. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Plants, plants get the pain first. Plants get the pain first. No, not the pain. Uh, well, the, the, the energy, the yeah. Energy, yeah. Yeah, you gotta digest the plant first. Get the sun energy. Oh my gosh! Do y'all have like plants at your houses? Y'all I do. like have oh, green? Oh, yeah, I'm I grow greens. Like I got my greens growing now. Okay. Did you like micro greens? Like no, I got um, I got like, uh, like cannabis Japanese like, mustard <laughs> greens. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Japanese mustard greens. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I yeah, got yeah. collard greens. Yeah. Kale. Stuff you, like that. Did you okay. eat anything that you grew for um for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. Actually, the greens. Um. Okay. Yo, I will tell you this though, with at, like with greens when you grow them yourself. I'm going to tell people, man, make sure you realize that you take your time in washing them joints mm-hmm. and soaking them and then cook them well. Because if you don't, like, you people don't realize, like, when you get fresh greens out the ground, mm-hmm. they are peppery than a motherfucker. Really? They are oh, peppery. It's oh, like yeah. It's like horseradish. It tastes like horseradish. Yeah. yeah, you got to really, like, yeah. work your greens. But see, that's oh, what wow. it's supposed to be, though. That's yeah, what it's that's supposed, supposed to, be. to be. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that at first. Yeah. I'm up here biting the thing. Look, I took it out. I watched it. I bit that thing. Like, I was just trying to eat it. Yo, my mouth was on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, straight mustard, just, just, uh. I can't remember what it was, but somebody gave me some seeds this year, and whatever it was, I mean, it was hot as shit. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's not a pepper, dog. It's straight green leaves. So yep. I'm like, okay, ain't nothing with that like yep. that. You but you throw it in a salad, you get a little, yeah, somebody, a little, huh. little surprise in there. Every so, now and then. All right, put so, it in the salad. Massage your greens, too. Massage them. Massage them. your Massage. 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 Hey, girl. <laughs> 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 You've been, you been out in that yard for three months. <laughs> I yeah. see you growing. I saw your glow up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah, grow up on a man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You walking past it every Yo. day. You're yeah. like, it's not quite ready. Yo. Yeah. Be like, you know what, baby? I'm going to eat you, huh? I'm going to sound like he sweat talking to your green. People do whispering. talk to their plants, yeah. though. You're yeah, getting things ready. Nice and tender. They said put them, put them, put them collard greens out in the winter so they get nice tender roti. You know? Oh, my God. I mean, collard greens will grow all winter yeah, here. That's what yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that, so yeah. I, that's my next thing. I'm that's, how you, my that's how you stay alive in the winter in yep. South Carolina is growing collard greens and collard broccoli greens. and uh, Brussels. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, question. Before the pandemic hit, what was the last, like, big concert gathering y'all went to? Shit. Before everything shut down. I think it was what's the thing called? Uh, there's the the music convention that they do down in Charleston. What is it called? I forget what it is. They have like a lot of local upcoming artists. They come through on a tour. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that was the last thing. I, it was 2019. It was that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the last big thing that we did. That was it was fly too. Good event, man. Real good time. Um, good networking too. What about you? I went to um Toby Nwigwe. Okay, yeah. His Where was concert, he at? Uh, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. He, he had his slides on. Yep. Yeah. That's why I rock with him. So when you talk about the sweats, I'm like, he wear the slides. That's why I be comfortable everywhere I go. Like, fuck it. <laughs> Who cares what the people think? Exactly. <laughs> How much you like? Uh, see, see, I don't even like crowds like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably that last, what was it, Love, Peace, and Hip Hop on mm-hmm. Main Street? Okay. Mm-hmm. True. That was probably the last one. Because, like, I don't, I don't seek that out. I think, yeah. uh. 
Yeah, I'm not a big crowd guy anymore. I mean, I, I mean, I like, I like going. I, the thing is, I love the energy in good music. Yes, good yeah, music. in a venue or something, yeah, right? Yeah, but when yeah. you standing in the crowd, nah. like even even before all this stuff, when people got trampled at the yeah. uh, Astro World or whatever, mm. but, but like. I don't know. I mean, Three Rivers with Outkast was performing. That very easily could have been people trampled that night. Mm. There was a lot of pushing going on. See, I just and don't that want was nobody rolling up on me, grab my, my booty and nothing like yeah. that. Yeah. Somebody like step that. on my foot and yeah, all of a sudden I'm ready to fight somebody. Some people out here, like, now they take advantage yeah. when they see us in the crowd. That's not what I'm trying to maps. do. I like, I, like, I like how we talking about people have, have the fear of being trampled. Or you're like, nah, I'm scared somebody's going to grab my ass. That happens. I've seen it, boy. I was at the thing. I don't like to be pushed on. Like, you pushing, I start getting aggressive. And, and then I'm over here like, yeah, concert. I went to a whole concert and they're like, I don't want to be touched. Yeah. <laughs> but you, it's a fear for me. It's a dream. I would love to have no, some. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> Turn around be some old lady. How you doing, big boy? Like, no, you know what? what you know, girl, you better stop, you know. <laughs> it, but you ain't got to do nothing. You just got to be able to. You, you have an old lady say, if I would have seen you in 50 years ago. You know, no. like, you know what? Make an old lady feel good. Let, let them grab your ass today, you know? Yeah. Took me back about 15 to 20 Thanksgiving's yeah. right there. <laughs> oh, no, Mike, no. I, ain't, I, ain't gonna I don't want to hug me. my aunt. You I don't want to hug her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to hug her, no. I want to kiss uncle. No, don't kiss uncle. Yeah, man, you know. Like, want to find you a woman that was cute during the Carter administration, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you see that? That's you? You're going to be like, you have any granddaughters? Like, Yo, real talk, that's all I'm saying. talk, your granddaughter. But here's the thing, the older ladies from the, from those from that era, mm. when they want to holler at a younger man, they will fly you out. Yeah. They will pay your way. There's this one thing I was looking at. It was on uh, Craigslist. There's an older lady in Atlanta. You're looking at personal ads and yeah, Craigslist. I, I want to see what it's about. Uh, okay, right, yeah. She was out in Atlanta. She would fly you out to go hang out with her, and she was paying four hundred dollars a day. Do you what? still have this? Uh, this nah, ad? I ain't got it no, no more, man. No. I ain't got no more. I had a, at one time when I was you like, ain't yo, saved I'm the sure link. Sure, you, you yeah. ain't saved the link. I ain't saved the link. I'm just uh, <laughs> my pimping. Yo, I've been doing it for for content and podcast purposes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, is what this, is. this is before content. I was thinking about content though. This is lady. She gave me this car. She had this business car one time. She was like, "I said, just stop by my studio sometime. I give you a free treatment or whatnot." And I thought she was just joking, right? So free, free treatment. Yeah, yeah, I thought you know it was simple. She was texting me and everything like, "Yo, you haven't stopped by yet?" That's all right. Oh my god! What kind of treatment? What she got? Treatment? She I don't know about? what it was. It was she was about to drug your yo, ass. It was so, stop! I was <laughs> kidding. She was about to drug you. <laughs> I've been laying up in the bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tattoo her name on your body. You're mine now, bitch. <laughs> Listen, I just, I just want to find an old lady that got a bunch of nieces and nephews that want to buy these motherfucking hoodies that I got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Preach. That's Preach. Like, it's like, baby, I would stop by. You know, I got all this merch to move. Well, what you trying to sell? <laughs> you right. You're right. We'll find you one of them. Oh, my gosh. All right. So what's next for the podcast? What's next creatively? Um, now things are opening up a little bit. What, what are your goals for for twenty twenty two? Oh man, so we've been trying to we've been trying to become more efficient this week, so that we don't have to spend spend so much time creating content and more time marketing and getting this stuff out to folks, so that we can sit back and you know actually do other things, meet other people, see different things, do some more networking. And um, part of that is trying to do these two these two days. Yeah, we're knocking like them out. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. two days. That's something for podcasts. People need to understand. Like, 
I see how they why people do that. Yeah. So I didn't understand that at first. Right. I thought it was gonna be a hassle. But yeah. sitting for like two out two to three hours or whatnot, just putting in that time. Yeah, because okay, that done. content is hard yeah. to capture. So it's like, why not maximize the time you right. have? When you get more free weekends then, because mm. like yes. you know we gotta yes. do stuff. Yeah, on, yeah. We, we have lives, and you yeah. get and you get stuff in the can. So if something falls through, and some people come, or some had, holidays happened. come up, yep. or whatever, you still got content that you can roll out over time. Yes. All right, so what's the turnaround time? So if you record a podcast on a, on like Saturday, when is it coming out? Oh, we, ready? we well, do it bi-weekly. This is what I was about it's to say. ready to come out. It's ready. Yeah. yeah it's we ready. got it like that. We yeah. got it like that. Preach. You, know that, you, you know want it you know like that? that? Listen. You want it like that? You need help? <laughs> yeah. Nah, this this mo listen. I mean, you can't put like templates of everything together. Yeah. Like, all the, the, we do is quick. drop the we tracks are so in there. Structured. All of a sudden, everything normalized, yep. everything already matched up. It, yep. You just Little drop them in a template. And they the only reason this won't be up tomorrow is because people don't go on like social media on Sundays. But this nope, should be up don't. on Monday. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I tell you what, because like as an artist, like there's like these these different schools of thoughts, right? Because it's like I've been working on this album for a minute. And there's this like D'Angelo ideal that I used to always have. It's like, yo, I'm gonna create this stuff. I wanna wait till it's right. This and this and this and that. And then you got like the West Side Gun Theory. And the West Side Gun Theory, where they just release stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 I and I feel like I feel like that's kind of the secret sauce to a lot of this stuff yeah. because especially mm-hmm. when we're talking about you know. Uh, uh, people's and attention spans, you know, you have to be engaging with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some and content so, is better than no content. Like, just drop it. Well, and I think you can have different tiers of stuff too, right? You can you can be able to say, hey, this is a quick five song mm-hmm. project, this, this, and that. You know, and, and, and I think that's, and I think that's, that's useful. The other part about it too is this like, you know, everybody has to figure out what works and how it works because sometimes mm-hmm. there's an artist that might do something and it works for them. And you try to like emulate it, and it's not going to work for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think, but I think at the end of the day, like, you know, pods and stuff like that, the information gets old quickly. You know what I mean? Yes. Especially if it's like it want to be on some topical shit. Like you want to kind of be at the brink of it. Like, like being a columnist, one of the things that I would try to like submit stuff to like New York Times and stuff like that. And it's been sometimes they bid on some stuff they want to do it, but they don't run it. And they've told me by the time something happens, it's too late to write about it. Right. Yeah. So they're basically like. You know, a lot of it is just anticipating. So, yeah. so like, you know, the the last thing that I wrote that was getting the chance to get run when Jamie Harrison was running against Lindsey Graham, I wrote this column about Jamie Harrison winning. Oh, and I'm wow. like, if if Jamie Harrison would have won, I'm it like. It would have been done. You would have yeah. been ahead. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm from South Carolina. I'm a columnist here. Yep. I'm the perfect person to write about this. New York Times like, this is great. We'll hold on to it. And as soon as Jamie lost, it's like, all right, we can't use it. <laughs> you know Damn. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but but, but for but, real, that's how. Yeah, that's that's journalism now. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, I got a. Big you got to be ahead of the that, curve. Y'all. You got to be so, ahead. So our, so here's the thing: is, mm. is it is it the fact that is it like is it like crack where you got <laughs> you need to keep that product moving on the street and if it dries up too quickly, they're just gonna move on to the next. I mean, yeah, or I mean, because the quality of the content matters. It's no, no, so cheap to them. Well, the content, the content. Is, is relative, right? Because it's yeah. like when you're talking about uh, a publication that big, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they have the biggest and greatest pool of creators. Resource. Of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I could have gotten it ran in the, you know, the Wilmington Gazette, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. I mean, right. I'm making up a paper, but like, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? And that's and that's not to diss them, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a size thing, a size issue. There's been stuff plenty of times that I've written for big old publications, and whether it was a timing issue or something that didn't work out, like, I'll just submit it somewhere else and it gets ah, run, you know what I mean? Gotcha. So, but, but stuff like that, you have 
all these competitions, right, where you have print media. So by the time that whole like generation of our parents getting the newspaper to read the news, by the time you read the shit in the paper, it's old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, you know, if you have like an op-ed that you're submitting that they didn't ask you for, you're already against the wall because you're asking them to run something from you as opposed to having that space where a celebrity could have written something. You know what I mean? Right, right. And and that was like the Jamie Harrison thing was just a weird scenario where I probably would have been somebody that had the best perspective on it for mm-hmm. being from here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a black college. But colonist, you saw that you know ahead I mean? of time. Yeah. I, wrote I, wrote, time. I wrote the article before the election. Yeah. So I was wow. like, all right, what would this mean yeah. if right. he won? And they but loved you it. wrote it knowing, yeah. no, knowing that yeah. that was like a possible yeah. avenue for yeah. you. Yeah. So and if you would have won, they would have ran it. But that's yeah. how you got to approach it now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes like artistically, you know, I mean, artistically we got to be on some bitcoin shit like you got to you That's know by, the, say, by yeah. the time you jump on it it's, yeah. too, late. it's too late you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so 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 yeah so that's that's the challenge so i guess what's the thing that you guys are seeing as kind of the dismount is going to be the next thing that if you're advising yourselves with what y'all doing creatively or other people that want to get into stuff what's the piece of advice would you give them um to pursue right now to be successful Man, if, I, I would say I like what you were saying. Okay, so <clears throat> one thing I would say based on the the timeliness of it is if you're gonna create timepiece type information that's time time sensitive, <clears throat> just make it put it out. Don't mm-hmm. care what the baby looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, sure. Um, if if you're attempting to if you if you're not trying to do that, you have to make what I like to call you have to make generalized informational like like inform informational uh, uh, pieces, which means Stuff that's not going to date itself, mm-hmm. i.e., um, the definitive guide yes, to something, yes, yeah. or or mm-hmm. something that's um, what's it? Uh, like not say infotainment, but stuff that is educational in some way, shape, or form. Something mm-hmm. that somebody could go back to years later and look at it. Mm-hmm. Please don't make anything about what's current. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make something that's current, you might as well just live stream it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that's what we. I know we've done a couple of live streams, but that's one thing I liked about doing the live streams. Just get on it. Get it done, get it live, and keep moving. Mm-hmm. People don't care about how it looks. They don't care how how, how yeah. we're very forgiving of the <laughs> yeah, polish we yeah. because we, we used to everybody hacking quick, some quick. shit together yeah. on their phone with yeah. a little app that throws some text on the screen. Yep. Especially with you know Instagram, everybody try to be perfect on Instagram, but then you got TikTok. People just putting stuff out yeah. there like so their their authentic self. Just yeah. be yourself. Yes. Don't even worry about it. And that's that's the that's one thing I like. Because I'm, I know you're talking about from the from the old school and like my dad and them, all the people that they like yeah. you know, the musicians, the artists. Well, you see how tight the Temptations yeah. were. <laughs> that two step in. It took nine, nine, nine Listen, weeks to get that together. Frankie Beverly and Maze ain't yep. record a new song in thirty no. years. No, no, <laughs> like, not at all. <laughs> so like, we don't have to be that polished, and that's a that's a gift. Uh, I would say gift and a curse. They would say, but I think it's a gift because you you can get out something asap like there's a guy who's listening to his podcast morning live right old hood dude right mm-hmm. i always like listening to hood people podcast <laughs> but he was talking about what's going on in memphis with, with the young doll situation mm-hmm. this dude was in his bed listen on the joint, yo and this it was popping too i was in the shower listening to it, it was popping and he had people calling him up calling all kinds of f's and stuff like that he had his daughter was calling him on the phone while he was on live asking him to come pick him up because she needed to print out some homework and stuff. <laughs> it was just all going live. And people were eating it and up. They were eating it. Right, because it's eating real. It it's Listen, real. Listen, when we record real. our right. podcast, I'm in my bed. I'm not even going to lie. See? See? I'm Look. in the bed with the y'all mic. Heard, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Right on the nightstand. Tamaya is in the bed. I'm in the bed. The hold it, recording the podcast. Yep. You have the portable mic right there. Why? Boom. Boom. Look at, look at the face like I'm doing, I'm doing an interview on the toilet for you here. <laughs> you had a, oh my God, the acoustics. That yeah. 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 Here, a couple of 
the drops. Bloop, bloop. It's all right, y'all. It's all right. You, that's when you mute it. Yeah. They call it a cough button. Um, or is there anything else y'all want to say or touch on? Because I know it's been about a buck and a half. Oh gosh! All right, I gotta go. How about to start, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right. Well, time is money, people. Well, like, yeah, yeah. All right, roll on all right, all right. Tell it. tell everybody uh, your names again. How to find you? Uh, to Maya Allen Instagram at Maya Baya, uh, Hilltop Love Podcast. Uh, Mike, it's uh, Milky Way Mike M I C on Instagram. Anwar DJ and what? I really don't really exist up there. Yeah. You don't Good post for you. nothing. Good for yeah. you. Just, see, just follow really the Hilltop Glove really podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, if you see DJ and what up there and it happens to be like a picture coming yeah. down a cartoon yeah. thing, something, that's probably me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this chick bought this hoodie yesterday and she's like, I want to order another one. I said, all right, well, you're on Instagram. You can follow me. She's like, I don't have nothing but Snapchat. And I was like, yo, oh, there's, there was some like crazy boyfriend somewhere <laughs> yo, in that story. Yo. Only, Snapchat? only Snapchat? You ain't having no record of me. It's like, yo. Yo, all right. Um. Well, I guess that's it. This is uh, the Negro League Podcast. Thank you guys for listening once again. Go to uh, mobettersold.com. Enter code NEGRO to save 10% on your next order. You can order it now. Anyways, <laughs> go to save 10%. Talking to me? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I didn't order it yet. I was going to use wait. that code. <laughs> uh, 10% on the next order. Uh, you can follow me once again on Preach Jacobs on all the media. Thank you guys for listening. Buy something, buy something, buy something. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Bye. Peace. I'll be touching you